I'm Rene Ritchie. Welcome back to the channel. You know the drill. Logo, speed ramp, drone shot, Apple Park, transition, steady cam, rapid zoom, Tim Cook. Good morning. And then what exactly? Apple TV, iPad Pro, iPhone SE Plus, AirTags, AirPods, M1X Max. Well, sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. Apple's March events vary a lot. A lot, a lot. In the last five years alone, we got the iPhone SE and 9.7 inch iPad Pro in 2016. Nothing in 2017. iPad and education in 2018. Apple News Plus, Card, Arcade, and TV Plus in 2019. And more nothing in 2020, because 2020. But a new iPhone SE and A12Z iPad Pro shipped in that spring. Anyway, this year, well, maybe we start with a whole new Apple TV remote. Sure. Steve Jobs might have thought that the gesture pad cracked the TV interface, but the rest of the controller mostly just broke the TV experience. So do over time, maybe even with a little U1 surprise inside, but more on that in a minute. Because the box, well, when it comes to the box, there are two ways Apple could go. We could get a bare bones upgrade, A12Z processor so it can better composite HDR and better handle the next generation of games, especially next generation Apple Arcade games. Or, or we could get a higher-end A14X box, one that's geared towards much higher-end entertainment and gaming, maybe even AAA gaming. Yeah, from Apple. Just everything that's needed to set the stage and get the content ready to escalate what we have today to full-on 8K spatial audio VR systems for tomorrow. And I've already got a whole entire video up on that. Link in the description. Cut back to Tim. Last year, Apple reinvented the iPad Air, but left the iPad Pro kind of sort of stuck in between what it was and what it could be. An extra graphics core, better camera system, and a new keyboard that really is close to magic. This year though, maybe, just maybe, we get everything we've been waiting for. A14X processor, every bit as powerful and performant as the M1. Maybe even with Thunderbolt still on board mini LED display, so it's almost OLED quality when it comes to HDR, but just doesn't have any of the problems of OLED and still all of the 120 Hertz ProMotion. And of course, 5G. And yes, I've got a whole video up on this as well, linked below. And if you like these videos, do me a solid and hit that subscribe button and bell so we can keep making them and building this community together. Pan all the way back to Tim. The original iPhone SE back in March of 2016 was just, perfect for customers who wanted a cheaper or smaller iPhone. The current iPhone SE from March of 2020 isn't that small, but sure is cheap. And the new iPhone 12 mini from October 2020 sure is small, but sure isn't cheap. And splitting that market has been interesting so far, to say the least. But there are also rumors of another entrant, another SE. Not good rumors, not lately, but rumors of an iPhone SE Plus, and not just an iPhone 8 Plus with an A13 or A14 processor, but more of an iPhone 11 without Face ID, but with an iPad Air style Touch ID system in the power button. But at this point, it is just the biggest of ifs. Even though March has been the traditional home of the SE, this kind of feels too much like fanfic right now. I mean, I would absolutely love to see it, but I will only believe it when I see it. Kind of like AirTags, which have been coming since the fall of 2019, but still somehow never quite arriving, if only they had AirTags on them. Tiny little Apple emblazoned discs that you can stick on your keys and wallets, in your gear and gym bags, <laughs> on your pets, even your kids' clothes, with U1 chips in them, 
that would work with Apple's new Find My Network, so you can precisely locate anything you've lost, stolen, or had misplaced, like with AR-guided precision. And you know it, I have a deep dive up already explaining just exactly how Find My works and maintains everyone's privacy at the same time, so hit that link. But then maybe we cut across to Craig Federici, Senior Vice President of Software Engineering as well, so he can demo Find My on the AirTags, but maybe also on some third-party versions, along with any other new hardware-specific features coming to iOS 14 this spring. And then, yeah, dad jokes just all the way back to Tim. AirPods 3 are supposed to be more like the current AirPods Pro, but without any of the active noise cancellation, just to keep the price down. AirPods Pro 2 are supposed to be more like the current Pros, but without the stems to keep the differentiation up. And AirPods Max Sport are supposed to be like the current Maxes, but without the metal shell or the higher price tag. So, you know, something more unabashedly plastic and maybe around 350 bucks. And I'm kind of all about those pros, but let me know which, if any, of these new AirPods you're most excited about in the comments. The 12-inch MacBook Nothing debuted back in March of Aught 15, so it is not entirely unprecedented for Apple's oldest product line to get something new again in the spring. But either way, anyway, pretty much everyone is expecting, is anticipating M1X versions of Apple's Mac lineup next, or whatever Apple ends up calling the higher-end SoC with up to 12 or 16 performance and graphics cores for even more better multitasking might. A new space gray M1X Mac mini with more ports, more storage, and more memory would be fantastic to see. And so would a newly redesigned 14-inch or 16-inch MacBook Pro with the rumored return of MagSafe charging and an SD card slot. The next generation MacBook Air still sounds a while away, as does that iMac. And sure, it is absolutely entirely possible we won't get any new Macs, especially redesigns this spring, not until WWDC in June at the earliest anyway. But M1 is so good and the hype is so high right now, I think pretty much everyone will be expecting them until the very second we finally do see them. Sort of like my first original, which just debuted on Nebula this week. There was no question that was a game changer phone. That was ahead of its time. We're gonna make some history together today. The iPhone really I mean, it has changed I mean, my life in so many ways. Nebula is the streaming video platform I'm building along with my educationally creator friends like Alex Losbeck Gamer, Jordan Harrod, TechAlter, Epos Vox, Real Engineering, Real Science, and so many more. It's where I post not only my originals, but ad-free versions of all my videos, often with extra exclusive bonus content, including full-length collabs. So what does any of this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, they love thoughtful educational content. So we worked out a deal where if you sign up at curiositystream.com slash Richie or click the link in the description, you not only get access to their catalog of thousands of documentaries and series like The Genetic Revolution, which explores the exciting, rapidly evolving world where biology seeks to overtake maybe technology, but you also get a Nebula subscription for free. And for a limited time, CuriosityStream is 26% off, which is just the absolute best deal in streaming today and a terrific way to support this channel and educational content directly for less than $15 a year. Just click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash and then go watch my original. It really helps out this channel. For more on everything coming our way from Apple in 2021, hit the playlist above. I'm breaking down every product, every feature, so you can figure out exactly which ones are right for you. Hit that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.